Hey there, and welcome back to the Virtual Cafe for another coffee combo about business finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb, and I am joined by Kim White. We invite you to join us at our table with your favourite brew. Let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. So, Kim, I wondered if you would actually do me a really special price on a special item just for me. Of course, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what you were supposed to say, Kim. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Maybe I need another cup of coffee, Kerry, before we like get, get into a serious conversation. But I'm thinking, yes, Kerry, anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Kim has not had enough coffee yet, guys, so trust me that she would not normally say that. But she is super sweet and super nice, and we do spend a lot of time together, so I kind of shouldn't be surprised by that answer, really. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, Kim, we do need to discuss this serious topic today because I I think it's a big one. I think it comes up a lot, and I think it sometimes catches us by surprise. And I think sometimes if we're not careful, we can fall into a little bit of a trap with it as well. Oh, Carrie, I think so too. And I think this conversation is going to get spicy and hard and all the things. And we want you guys to stay with us because we are going to help with this, I believe, Carrie. I think we will, Kim, but we need to go back. We need to go back to the beginning to explain the whole discounting prices concept and that to me really starts when we actually set our prices when we set our prices in our business whether it's products or services we need there's a little bit of engineering involved in doing that to begin with because we want margin we actually want to make money in business and a lot of people are It's nice to say, oh, I love my business and I love what I do, but we all need money. We've all got to put a roof over our head or food on the table, pay our expenses. There needs to be a margin in business. So we do need to set our prices correctly to ensure that there is a margin to begin with. Otherwise, well, actually, if you go to discount and you've got no margin, oh, crap, you're going to be in trouble. Well, and Carrie, if we don't make money in our business, we won't be here. Like, we won't be here to serve anyone. We won't be here to impact the world. We won't be here, period, if our business can't survive. Exactly, and that's a really good point, Kim, because we hope that those out there that are in business are in it for the long haul and here for, maybe it's a period of time, maybe you've got a bit of a dream of a five-year window, but if you're in year one and you've got a five-year window, that's five years to get through. So you need to make money during that time, even if you're only here for a set period. But I don't think anyone starts a business to lose money or to actually have their expenses higher than what's coming in. So even if you're starting out, it doesn't look fantastic at, at the beginning. It can improve, but knowing what that profit margin is on your products or services is pretty important. So Carrie, can I make a princess confession? Yes. And I've done this more than once. Let me just say that through my lifetime, I've done it many times. And that is I get excited about doing something. I set a price based on not considering my numbers. And then I realize I'm actually going in the negative to 
to sell something. So if I'm selling like a course, let's say, and I set the price and I think it's the great price and I'm excited and all of that. And then I start taking the margins, as you say, and realizing I'm actually paying everybody in the course to take it because I'm not making money doing it. So I don't know if that's ever happened to you, Carrie, but I'm I'm here to tell you I have had that happen. I would say, mm, can I count how many times I've done something like that, Kim? I I think I'm out of fingers and I might have to start resorting to toes. So this <laughs> it's normal. It is actually normal because we don't know and often when we start a business, especially if we don't have those lessons learned or we haven't had someone to guide and assist us. I was very fortunate, Kim, because both my parents were in working together in business throughout my childhood. So I learnt margin at a really young age. My dad taught me really well all about margins on products and considering the labour cost and how to break that all down. So I was, I was lucky. I had a, a head start in that department. But a lot of people aren't exposed to that. A lot of people don't have someone that they're that close with that will take the time to break that down for them as an example and show them what that means. They don't teach it at school, Kim. No. And Carrie, I was one of the ones that didn't have a clue. I didn't even know to think about that stuff until I was... Until I'd already messed it up, Carrie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you know what, Kim, I'll say here out loud that even though I did have that example, I still messed it up. Like, that's sometimes happens as well because we think we go in on this little journey of being a business owner and unfortunately sometimes your head gets a little bit bigger than what can fit through doorways and you think you know it all and you think you're on the right <laughs> path and then you get the slap of reality and go, oh, I remember that now. Damn it. Damn it. Did it anyway. So, Gary, I have a question for you because if there's anyone out there like either one of us, what would you suggest making sure you're aware of margin wise? Because when you use margin, it almost gives me like the hair standing up on the back of my neck because you're talking a financial design word or a financial industry word. What do I need to consider if I am not understanding what a margin is? What Tell me what that means and what I need to look at when I am deciding on what price to set. Well, Kim, I do want to make a quick example, actually, for anyone tuning in. So I am, and you guys can see this, I'm holding a pen. And this pen that I'm holding... Let's call it a cost to me to buy this pen is $1. But I'm going to buy potentially hundreds of these pens. So these, let's call it 100 pens come to my my business. I'm going to resell these pens and they cost me a dollar each. One of the things that often gets missed in products is the shipping. So how much did it cost for that to arrive to my door? Is it coming to me that $1 is included, like included is the freight in that $1? Or am I spending another $50 for the package to arrive? Therefore, now the pen's not a dollar. Do you know what I mean? So we've got to, we have to know our landed cost is what they call it. So you've got all the costs associated with getting this pen to you 
to on sale as a product. And a pen's a really bit, not a great example, but I just saw it and picked it up and there it is. So I need to know the full cost of this pen to my business so that then I can work out how much I want to sell it for. Now, if you're talking about a pen and a margin, everyone works on different percentage margins on products and services. But if I had this pen and I had a hundred of them and I wanted to resell it, I'd probably be looking to sell this pen in large quantities, mind you, at at least $2 each. If it was my total cost at $1, you can take a, a bit of a haircut, I guess, on that and decide to sell it for $1.50. You might go in the middle and say $1.75, but you need to know how much per item you're going to make out of that product so that you know what the meat in the middle is, essentially. And the pens are a really simple basic example it's different when it comes to a service-based business because take the product away well me as a human sitting here doing hours what does that cost me a lot of service-based businesses will kind of go oh well I don't cost anything so I, I can charge whatever per hour because it's just my time what am I happy to get paid oh I had a job you know two years ago that was paying me $25 an hour Oh, I'll charge $25 per hour. Do you know what I mean? Like the mind can actually, from a previous situation, can play tricks on us in service-based situations because we're thinking about, well, what do we want to make? Because we, we're free. We don't cost a thing. But we forget that we turned the lights on. We ran our computer. We have a mobile phone. We have internet. We have all these potential tools that we're using and paying for in our business. So there are other costs associated with delivering that service in the hourly rate. So you need to know what those costs are before you can even establish the hourly rate. Not to mention, sorry, but if you're gonna sit there, put some value on you and your expertise and what you're bringing to the table. So Kim, I'm just gonna pop away my milk crate for a moment. Please take over, please. <laughs> Well, Terry, I have a question that pops in my head every time, like we think about discounting our value for sitting there in that, com like at the computer, that the service that we're doing. And that is, would you, Carrie, give up your business that you're doing right now and you've had for a very long time, you're doing very well, like you're, you're profitable, you're all that, would you give that up to go work at the coffee shop for $10 an hour. Coffee shop? Oh, like, like right here where we're having this conversation. They're gonna give me a job. Can I wear the apron, Kim? I love the little aprons. I used to have a little apron and a little hat, actually. And I wonder, would they just let me drink coffee all day? Cause that would be kind of cool. I don't know, Gary, that might save you money, but let me just say for this example, I think a lot of us do that. We get excited about something. It looks very shiny, looks very exciting. And we discount, like you were talking about, we don't count that we have to go to the coffee shop. We have to be dressed. We have to have the clothes. We have to have the transportation. We have to have all that to get there. But I think that's what we do as online business owners as well with services is what you said well ago which is we're free we're not free if we want to stay in business because 
all of the things you mentioned earlier about liking to eat and having a roof over our head and all of that, that all comes into consideration for what it actually costs for us to be sitting at that computer and thinking this is exciting. And Kim, can I throw another spicy spanner in the works here? Because something I didn't mention before, you know, turn the light on computer and all the tools and toys and things that we have to pay for, we've got to pay the tax man too. Ah, yeah. Like, he's going to take a cut. So, for example, you know, if you've got that hourly rate, you need to factor that tax element in as well. Because come the end of the year, if you've made money, he's putting his hand out. Like, it, it's you can't avoid it. And I know some people do for a little bit, but sorry, it does catch up with you and you, <laughs> you're not going to get away with it for long. So there's all those layers that we need to put in. We cannot sit here, here, when I say here, we're in the virtual cafe, but we can't sit in our business and put no dollar figure on ourselves because there are costs, no matter what, there are costs involved, even if it is just a few minor things and the tax man, you still want to make money after those expenses. So, and and I love what you said, Kim, about valuing ourselves and valuing what we bring to the table, whether it's years of experience, it could be Uh, expertise that you have that nobody else has it could be your value proposition in the marketplace in general you could be changing people's lives with the services that you offer there's value to that and Kim before we hop out of the virtual cafe which I'm just dying for a cup of coffee now since you said I could put on the apron and and do all the things um, I do also want to mention that We need to be careful when people push us to discount ourselves. So if you have a client out there, if you're service-based and you have a potential client and you've submitted a proposal and they come back and want the discount, they want a haircut, oh, it's such a tough spot to be in, Kim, especially when you're newer in business because we want to grow our business and it's very tempting to allow those discounts and i add a spicy question carrie as we like as we go on with our day from the cafe yeah i don't think we're getting out of here soon we're getting excited over here guys i don't know if you can tell (laughs) i have a question for anyone who is wanting a discount like we do a lot of strategy in our business that's what like we are known for strategy wise do you want a discount on what you're paying for because that means you do you want a discount on the strategy we're giving you? Like, are you wanting a discount on like what you're asking for? Because I think that that's something that when you find someone and and we have to flip this for ourselves, but when you find someone that's bringing their best to you, then you ask them for a discount. Does that mean they can bring you less than what they're they're bringing? Exactly. Yeah, and and let's use some percentages here just for a quick examination of this. If my price submitted to a client is 100% and they want to bring it down to 75% of the value of that service, am I going to deliver 75% worth of my effort in exchange for 75% of their financial contribution? That's what you're saying, Kim, essentially. And we need to be careful because... 
I struggle with that concept, Kim, because I am all in. I am. I do not half do things. I can't. I wish. I, no, I don't wish I could. I just can't. Then you just, can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't be that kind of person. And I think as an entrepreneur and a small business owner, we are so invested as humans like that. It, it flows in our veins. We can't even control it. So therefore, what are the chances of you delivering 75%? Well, and Carrie, I think this is a spicy conversation that we'll have to continue another day because we do have like clients waiting for us. Like we do have that going on right now. But I think whenever you're talking about adding value, people tie that to their worth and it's not their worth that the price is worth it's what it's worth to the other person that's needing what you're offering we discount us as humans and we have to disconnect from that i feel like to not discount our prices disconnect from the thought of it's tied to my value as a human and it's not it's tied to the value i'm giving someone in that exchange so i think that's part of the margin yeah, it is, Kim. It's the problem we're solving, the solution we're bringing, whether it's a product or a service. There's value there, guys. So I don't want anyone to undervalue themselves. And if you do feel compelled to give a discount, make sure you know why. Make sure it's for the right reason. I'm not telling anyone not to discount. Just make sure we're doing it knowing our numbers and making sure that we're still covering ourselves and protecting ourselves and it's for the right reasons. Don't pay anyone else for you to do the work. <laughs> exactly. Well, Kim, thank you for hanging out with me in the virtual cafe for this episode. Thank you, Kiri. I'm always so glad that we get to do this. Thank you, thank you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us in the virtual cafe. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.